episode number 40, Do You Need a Digital Detox? Three Hacks to Disconnect and Improve the Relationship that You Have with Your Devices. I am excited to talk about this topic because I know I've struggled with cell phone addiction and it's something that I'm continually checking in on with myself. So I'm pumped to talk about what does it mean to do a digital detox? How do you know it's time for you to digital detox? What are five questions you can ask yourself to consider? Do you need a digital detox? And finally, what are some coping strategies so you can improve the relationship that you have with your cell phone or other devices? We're getting right to it in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout Podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I can do it all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. Welcome back to the Heal Your Burnout podcast. I'm really excited to talk about digital detox because this is something I'm continually checking in on with myself and continually evaluating, am I using my phone too much? Am I scrolling too much? Am I too addicted to my phone? Because usually for me, when stress is high or when I'm trying to escape something, when I'm trying to procrastinate, when I'm feeling lonely, when I'm feeling bored, when I'm feeling tired, even when I'm feeling hungry, I could feel myself gravitating more towards my phone. And I don't know about you, but I know sometimes, even with without realizing it's like an automatic response. Like my cell phone might be across the room and I'll walk across the room just to tap it and see that there's no notification and then walk away. It's absolutely ridiculous. And also, I have an Apple Watch. So if you have another device that's synced up to your phone, it's like you're constantly tapped in and you're constantly connected, which is useful sometimes. It's useful when you're going on a run and you want to make sure that you have a way to call 911 if you need to, but not so useful when you're going on a run and text messages or phone calls interrupt you that really don't matter at that point. So what are some questions you can ask yourself to evaluate the relationship that you have with your phone? So for me personally, I know that I'm spending too much time on my phone when the second I'm away from it, I feel anxious. I feel like a part of me is missing or even as life is going on, as I'm doing different tasks, or even as I'm talking to other people, I feel like I'm not present and in the moment in conversations because I feel like, hmm, like I wonder what's on my phone or did I miss something? It's like this feeling of missing something or not being connected. And I hear that very often from my clients. They'll, they'll say things like, I feel like I always need my cell phone on me. I had one client that shared with me, even when she went into yoga class, she took her cell phone into yoga class. Now, I completely understand certain positions require you to be on call. Maybe maybe you're a nurse, you're a doctor, a police officer, something where you, you need to be on call. It makes complete sense to stay connected, to bring your cell phone into a yoga class because it's your work and, and that demands you to do so. But 
I remember this woman, she she didn't have a job that had that requirement. She just always had this need to be connected. And I think many of us can relate to that feeling, feeling like you're going to miss something if you're not with your phone. Another thing is you might notice anxiety or your mood shifting if you're not with your phone. Maybe when scrolling on your phone, you might feel like you're behind or missing out on something. Your cell phone might interrupt your sleep or interrupt your unwinding time or your rest time. It might even disrupt you from getting tasks done during the day at work or maybe work done around the house. It might interrupt your social time with friends. And you might just overall feel like garbage after using your phone. I know for me, my phone is sometimes how I escape. When stress is high for me, when my emotions are high, and after a long day, sometimes I just lay on the couch, and before I know it, I'm scrolling on TikTok, and an hour went by, and I never feel good after. Like, it's not like, you know, you unwind and maybe watch a TV show, but that rest time is very intentional and you feel, like, restored after. No, for me, when I'm on my phone, like, my eyes hurt. An hour goes by and I'm just all around like, how the heck did an hour pass? I didn't mean to do that. And now I'm like really anxious and I feel really de-energized and awful. So there's a big difference between using your phone as a healthy coping strategy or healthy connection tool and being obsessed with it or using it to escape, using it to procrastinate, using it so that you don't have to be alone with your own thoughts using it as a distraction. And there's a huge difference between healthy and unhealthy use of your phone. And I think intuitively, we all know if the relationship with the phone is healthy or unhealthy. So here are some five questions you can ask yourself when considering, is it time for a digital detox? Number one, do you feel like you lose track of time while scrolling? Number two, After you post something, whether it's a post or a story, do you feel like you need to constantly check for validation with likes or how many people viewed something? Do you feel like you're always checking in? I remember I knew someone before who would make a post and then if the post didn't get enough likes or enough engagement, the post would be gone. It would be deleted because it was all about checking in on the likes and making sure that enough people saw it. And And that's a a sign of not only maybe needing a break from your phone, but that's a whole separate conversation about external versus internal validation, which we'll we'll talk about in a, a future episode. But that constant need for validation or checking in on who's trying to connect with you or who's interested in what you're doing. Number three, do you feel FOMO, the fear of missing out? Do you look at what other people are doing on social media And does it make you feel bad about yourself? And building off of that, can you scroll on social media and not feel bad about yourself? Do you find yourself scrolling, watching other people's highlight reels, and then feeling like garbage after? So that's a twofold question. Do you get FOMO and do you compare yourself to others? Number four, do you miss real life events because you're too busy posting on your phone? So I think... We see this all the time when watching a sporting event or when watching a live music performance on TV. Maybe you've been to a concert before. You see it everywhere. Something is going on in real life and too many people are watching it from the screens of their phone. 
And it doesn't have to happen at a big event like a concert um, or a major sporting event. This could happen. You're at dinner with friends, and instead of being in the conversation, you're posting and trying to get the perfect shot of the moment. But instead of being in the moment, you're in your phone. So you're missing the in-real-life moment for the posting moment. And finally, number five, how do you feel when you're done scrolling? I know there's certain accounts that I follow on Instagram where I'll see a reel, a post, and I'll get really pumped up after. It'll make me feel good. Um, other female business leaders, they're some of my favorite people to follow, and I'll feel really motivated after seeing them. Or maybe I see posts from family, and it makes me feel really happy and, and really loved, and it leaves me feeling good after. Um, whereas maybe other posts don't leave you feeling good. And maybe too much of your feed leaves you feeling de-energized. Or maybe it's not necessarily the content, but the time that you're spending scrolling leaves you feeling bad. So how do you feel after you scroll? And really take an honest look at that. So once you answer these five questions, then consider where can I improve my relationship with my phone? And I think first and foremost is shifting the expectation. Because I think a lot of the times... We are, we are our own worst enemy. We place these expectations on ourselves that aren't even real. The expectation that if someone calls you now, you need to answer now. Or I remember I used to get this sinking feeling, like say if someone texted me or called me and I didn't get back to them and I ran into them in person, I would instantly think, oh my God, I'm so sorry I didn't text you back. Or I'm so embarrassed to see this person because I didn't get back to them. When... Really, it's okay. It's okay to not constantly be connected. If someone texts you, it doesn't mean instantaneous you need to get right back to them. I mean, emergencies happen, yes, but most things like we're having chicken noodle soup for dinner doesn't need an instant response or chit chat over text message doesn't need an instant response. And I think that in the past, I used to put so much pressure on I need to respond ASAP. And I think a part of it was I want to respond so I don't forget. But I think another part of it was I, I need to respond ASAP or I'm a bad friend. Or the person's going to think I'm unreliable. Or I'm being rude. When really, it, it's okay to not be connected 24-7 and to answer when you're able. So just giving yourself permission to not answer instantaneously and to take time to respond. So that's the biggest first step. Then decide how you want to improve the relationship with your phone. So here are some tactics to get you thinking on how maybe you want to improve the relationship that you have with your with your device. So number one, you could use the do not disturb feature or the airplane mode. I know for me personally, my phone goes on do not disturb from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. I think actually it might be 9 to 6 or 9 to 7. I don't know. It's set for Monday through Friday. And it's not that I don't check messages throughout the day because I do, but it shuts off the notifications. So calls aren't coming through unnecessarily. Text messages aren't coming through and aren't disrupting my workflow. Because I know for me, I check a text message, I'm like off, off my game. I'm then like out of the moment, on the phone. And for me, 
I don't know if anyone else does this too, but I'll tell myself like, oh, I'll just check really fast. And my like, just check really fast turns into like 35 minutes. So for me, I do not have the self-control to have my notifications on for text messages or phone calls. So I have my do not disturb on. Airplane mode is do not disturb, like kicked up a notch, like everything your messages go green you can't even see the messages coming through until you take it off of airplane mode so that is a great place to get started another option could be turning your notifications off like I know for me my Instagram my snapchat any any of my social um apps those notifications are shut off because I get too distracted by them and I can't just check because pretty soon I'm like scrolling and too much time goes by so really, the, the thought process behind all of these steps is to make it more challenging for you to stay connected. So another thing would be keeping your cell phone physically away from you. And that has really helped me when I'm working, keeping it in a separate room, um, keeping it in my purse. Another one, allowing it to die. That's something that I do um, where I'll go to bed with it not plugged in, wake up, and let it die in the morning so that when I start my morning routine, I have a dead phone, so I'm not temp- I'm not tempted to check it, and I'm able to do my morning routine not connected at all, which I know for me has been very useful. So ultimately, you're thinking about what can I do to make it way more challenging for me to enjoy scrolling on my phone? <laughs> so physically separating yourself, absolutely. Another thing, schedule scroll time. It sounds crazy, but schedule breaks throughout your day where you could take a 10, 15 minute break and scroll. Or I know for me, I might think to myself like, okay, I'm working really hard. I have three clients back to back, 9, 10.30 and 11.30. So I know like between 12.30 and 1, I'm going to respond to my texts, my emails, and that's going to be my time to do so. And I'm going to catch up then. So putting it, I know for me, if I don't put it on my calendar, it doesn't happen. Or I'm tempted to just check at random points throughout the day. So put it on your calendar. Schedule time for you to scroll. Schedule time for you to get back to people. And I think that the biggest thing, at least the, the most useful thing for me, and I've seen it really help my clients, is giving yourself permission to not be instantly responsive like we talked about earlier. And don't be afraid to tell your friends, hey, listen, I'm not a, I'm not a quick texter. Like, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you. I'm not the best texter. I'm not instantaneous at responding. And if they're your friend, they're going to understand. I know something that I really enjoy using and like all my girlfriends laugh at me for this, but sending voice notes or voice memos um, on the iPhone you could hold in the send button and you could record your voice so rather than texting someone back I might send them a voice note might be like 30 seconds (laughs) for some of my friends it might be three minutes you know hey um these are all the things I want to say back to you because what I know about myself is I'm trying to limit my time with my phone I don't have self-control when it comes to my phone so I'm not texting constantly I'm not connected constantly And I really try to be present and in the moment in the different things that I'm doing throughout the day. So for me, that voice note feature really has helped and really has um, helped me connect better to my friends so I'm not unresponsive. And I think it's way more personal too. And you could do that on social media apps as well. I know you could do that 
on Instagram, really on any on any of the apps too. So it's a nice personal touch. And I think that people are so desperately craving connection that people enjoy receiving them too. And in my experience, most people are like, whoa, I love that. And they might even send you one back. So those are um, my tips for how you can start a digital detox. And it's like anything else. It's not something that you need to jump into and really just blast off like, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning, shutting my phone off for 12 hours, and then day two, 13 hours, and and really like upping it from nothing to completely separated from your phone. It doesn't have to be like that. Connection is important, and we all have loved ones in our lives that we need to stay connected to, jobs, etc. So make your goals realistic and I hope those tips get you started on your digital detox. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review, and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connelly underscore And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.